This is a very good podcast. Matt, welcome to another very mediocre podcast, the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. Only the mediocreist. Mal has a question for us. Who is this for? What is this for? I guess it's for people who say Bill Simmons takes the position that he is a critic at large for sports, pop culture, and he gives his opinions on whether something in sports or pop culture is good or bad. And then we give our opinions on whether Bill Simmons says something good or bad. I didn't realize we were going to answer that question that in depth. <laughs> it's also for other negative people who have no <laughs> lives and are uh, willing to waste 30 minutes listening to the, to the Bill Simmons podcast podcast. Here we go. Matt, there were three podcasts last week. The first, one hour, 19 minutes, and 16 seconds. Brisk. It was good. Yes. I liked it. Cousin Sal, zero seconds in, Bill Simmons (laughs) calls the Bill Simmons podcast the BS podcast. Tonight's episode of the BS podcast. Pearl Jam at one minute and 57 seconds. And then at seven minutes and nine seconds during a discussion of the dreadful fall of Adam Vinatieri, this discussion by Bill of range. Into striking range of Vinatieri. I don't think that's what striking range means. I don't know what striking range means. I think he is in range, potentially, yes. of Adam Vinatieri's foot. But striking range? Chris, at 1520, Bill gave us some insight into his rich mind. Freddie Kitchens seems to think like his his pass interference challenges are like vouchers at a friendlies, where he's like, <laughs> hey, I have a voucher for a $5 milkshake. Well, Chris, I take exception to this. It's called a fribble. <laughs> that's the name of the milkshake? Yeah, that's what a milkshake at Friendly's is. Yes, I love this research. At 19 minutes and 26 seconds, this swallow. I think Nick Chubb's one of the five scariest running backs. You know what, Matt? I was so disappointed that there was not another State Farm Bill's Barbecue this week. <laughs> and I waited all day Sunday to watch it. And then it didn't happen. And I kept checking YouTube and Twitter and the theringer.com uh, uh, and never found it. And it turns out it's because it's no longer mid-season. <laughs> we didn't I was get so fucking bummed, man. We didn't get to see any random people march across the screen. Or live swallows. <laughs> when you have stories, and those stories are dusty, where do you keep dusty stories? The basement? <laughs> no. It's a good guess. Uh, it makes much more sense than where Bill thinks you keep dusty stories. People start dusting off their, ah, uh, oh, what would get a full cycle of stories You know, dustbin. (laughs) You don't keep dusty stories in a dustbin. (laughs) They both use the word dust, but a dustbin is like a trash can. I've never cleaned up a bunch of dust and then stored it for later (laughs) use. Matt, part of the way we understand the English language is we speak words in a certain order. Mm -hmm. And if we fail to do that, they are unintelligible. Right. So at 2651, what's great is that Bill figures out a way to mix up the word order and possibly insert other words to describe just how an impressive this game was. That was about as an impressive of a game as anyone's played this whole season. I don't know what that means. About as an impressive of a game. At least he didn't say about as a impressive of a game. Because then it would have been out of order and also improper grammar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At 28.30, this swallow. But for the most part, I think the one... Th- at 30 minutes and 45 <laughs> seconds, Bill can't wait to get out this miscarriage joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> you could have said miscarriage too, because miscarriage. it was, it was yeah. a miscarriage of football that entire game. No wonder he's watching porn on a Sunday <laughs> night with 14 other dudes. You know, he does talk about circle jerks a lot. Jerk off circles, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but watching porn on a Sunday night with a bunch of dudes sounds like a jerk off circle to me. <laughs> Matt, do you remember how uh, light bulbs work? We've we've gone over this before. I'm I do. checking on you. Yeah, I remember. Is it better to turn them on or off for there to be illumination? Uh, well, if you'd like to see, you should turn them on. Not sure Bill is with you on that <laughs> at 3108. The little light bulb's going off. Now he understands it is dark <laughs> in his brain. Maybe it's like uh, a, a blinking light bulb that indicates thought. At 3231, this swallow. More... You kind of, you're escaping the scene of the crime. At 34.55, talking about what kind of team Denver has this year, Bill explains the Broncos of 2019 thusly. Denver is officially your 2019 f*** job team. (laughs) What is a f*** job team? (laughs) What is a f*** job? I don't know. Maybe we should ask the 14 other dudes from his dorm in 1989 at Holy Cross. It's like a a 13-year-old kid knows what a hand job is and what a blow job is. And he's like, but what do you call it when you just have sex? And then he's like, a (laughs) job. Also, why would the job team, Broncos, have this sponsor? We've gotten Bob's butt plugs as your sponsor. First of all, Bob's butt plugs. Very specific. It's like that one David Letterman sketch where they only had lamps and fans in the entire store. Bob's butt plug. We do one thing and we do it perfectly. They, only uh, butt plugs. Do you have any dildos, sir? Uh, can you read the sign? If they are the f- job team, why would Bob's butt plug sponsor them? This whole f***ing segment is just going to be bleeps. At 3830. He did some good throws. Huh? He did some good throws. This guy is the sports guy. At 40.30, during a discussion about Mitch Trubisky, there is some debate over what fans of quarterback Mitch Trubisky should be called. Mm. Now I they're see. rebuilding their life and they're Trubiskaholic. I see. But the Trubisky truthers are the yeah, people Trubisky who still believe. Truthers is good. Well, I don't think Trubisky truthers is a good term, but Trubiskaholics, contrary to what anyone else says, suggest that the, those people are addicted to Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Alcoholics addicted to alcohol. Are there other holics? Sex. Sexaholics? <laughs> Trubiskaholics addicted to Trubisky. Trubisky truthers sound like those are the people that know uh, something that's sort of a conspiracy <laughs> that is hidden uh, information yeah, about Mitch Trubisky. That Mitch Trubisky was somehow involved in that thing with Hillary Clinton and the pizza restaurant. Oh, God. Pizzagate? <laughs> At 4115. Matt, you have tattoos. Yes. Uh, including the Pearl Jam guy. No. Do you uh, think about the ways in which you will wear your tattoos? <laughs> Never once. He wears that with the Josh Gordon <laughs> jersey. I think he's fine. You don't wear tattoos. <laughs> I mean, do you wear tattoos? I'm not really a no, tattoo you guy. Don't. Okay. At 46:45, Bill was not able to watch all the games at the same time because they were on different channels on the DirecTV <laughs> NFL ticket. This poor guy, the life he's lived. I set up the favorite channels on DirecTV, so yeah. I just have all the football games, and then I pick, like, the custom channel. So mm-hmm. I have eight games, and it's usually from 7.05 to 7.12. Yeah. But then you have to add the CBS Fox game, take off the one that's blacked out. Right, go to the channel. It's like six minutes. God forbid they just did this for us. Oh, man. But, um, so I, I set it all up, watching the games, and then somebody on, like, Tennessee made a play, and it was on the red zone. And I'm like, where the fuck is that game? <laughs> what the fuck game was that? Yeah. And I was like, that was on 7.13. Oh, God. So now I gotta go back to the favorite channels. Right. Right. This is the biggest old white dad <laughs> bitch I have ever heard. What, what I mean, a, this makes the stuff that we complain about sound <laughs> sophisticated and thoughtful. <laughs> This has costed him six minutes every single week. (laughs) 
Matt, we're going to uh, we're going to flip a coin here. Actually, we're going to have Google flip a coin. You get to pick which one you want. If you win, we're going to talk about quarterbacks that the Patriots have ruined. And if I win, we're going to talk about some of the great, thoughtful, humanitarian things Bill Simmons did in his career. Which do you want? Tails never fails. Hey, Google, flip a coin. It landed on tails. Oh, Matt, you win. <laughs> uh, at 59, the Patriots, according to Bill Simmons, have ruined yet another quarterback. He then suggests that the uh, Patriots document all the ruined quarterbacks by this. We take their faces and we just put them on a wall. There's just a wall at <laughs> Patriots headquarters of, of faces. quarterbacks' faces. It's like in Game of Thrones, and they have that big uh, like temple where all the faces are. Oh, yeah, from the faceless dudes? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What, what is their secret password? Valar Morgulis. So then Bill goes on to list a number of quarterbacks the Patriots have, have ruined. Uh, in addition to Sam Darnold, the one they just ruined, who was seeing ghosts, seeing ghosts. Uh, he's able to come up with uh, these names. The butt fumble, that happened against the Patriots. Yep. The ghost game, Sam Darnold. I'm sure there's been more. I'm just really tired and groggy. I could list more quarterbacks that we've ruined. Bill, this is your job. <laughs> uh, and your list... In addition to Sam Darnold, the most recent example per Which, you, twice uh, is Mark Sanchez, who he did not name. <laughs> he just said the butt fumble, which is not a person. Right, it is a play. Yes, uh, but so far ruined count is at two <laughs> at one hundred three twenty. This swallow. I am nervous. I think the Ravens and the Pats. This has been the team. I guess it was a nervous swallow at one hundred nine fifteen. Terrifying Bills pre Halloween. Laugh. Grandma. <laughs> yeah. All throughout the weekend. And apparently didn't end all, all throughout the week. And so- Even more terrifying, Matt. Slow down. Grandma. <laughs> yeah. All throughout the weekend. Apparently didn't end all, all throughout the week. And so- At one twelve twenty six, Bill points out that he is recording the now much missed Bill's barbecue at his house, which is where his son lives. His son, who just turned 12, which means at the time it was taped, he was just 11, uh, was apparently walking around with everyone there uh, in his underpants. Seems perfectly normal. SpongeBob underwear, which Kyle refers to as longer briefs? Small, small briefs. <laughs> small, small longer briefs. than regular tidy whities SpongeBob underwear, not like tidy whities like a little longer. Yeah, small briefs. Are they just boxer briefs? I think so, yeah. But why didn't he fucking call them that? There are men... And woman. You know, we have men. We have women here. <laughs> so he's walking around. He's playing football. He's on the trampoline. I just can't imagine. <laughs> I, I can't imagine my children being around the people I work with, but my children are wearing only their <laughs> underpants and jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> now, next up is the most egregious part, which is that in addition to the fact that he lets his son wander around in his underpants with company, including business associates, <laughs> He has no problem with totally denying his son's sort of right to privacy and going through and then mocking <laughs> his son's text with his girlfriend. This seems like a little bit of an overstep to me. Yes. He left his phone in the, in the guest house, which I was able to crack the code and I went and I looked through all his texts with his girlfriend, which I hadn't done in a while. Matt, one other thing I did just for fun. On the first podcast of the week, Cousin Sal was very affirming. And he likes to use a bunch of different ways to affirm Bill's conversation. He says, what? right. He says, yeah. But the one he uses most frequently, as you're about to hear, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Where he misses. Mm-hmm. 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 
but mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and and I mm-hmm. would say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. so. I had, mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. Edelman. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. 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 It, mm-hmm. We'll be back after this. Right wow. now, you can get ten dollars off your first order from Bob's Butt Plugs if you bet on Denver. Matt, we use Anchor.fm for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, and it's free. Anchor will not only let you record and edit, you can also distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more through Anchor. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, which is handy for the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast. Anchor.fm has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. The second podcast of the week was with our favorite, Chris Mannix. Uh, the man we believe has no actual credentials, <laughs> but continues to show up uh, to talk about the NBA and boxing. And then someone I've never heard of who sounds like he invited himself on, <laughs> yes. Instagram man Adam Moseri. It was so bizarre. I got the feeling that he was trying to get on the podcast so that he could defend Instagram. Right. And Bill pointed out that he doesn't usually allow this, but for some reason that he does not explain, he did allow it this time. And then it was boring as shit. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> It was two hours, three minutes, and 43 seconds. Oof. At 156, Pearl Jam. At seven minutes and 20 seconds, Matt, I don't think you actually hit checkpoints. This guy has hit every checkpoint I wanted to hit. You check things off, but you don't hit checkpoints. In addition to Bill being wrong about hitting checkpoints, Bill leans on his favorite recent trope. And the Porzingis thing is really fun to watch. I like watching the little high screens with stuff. And Presumably that means the match of Luka Doncic and uh, Porzingis. Uh, that's the thing at issue. At 943, subject verb agreement. One of these trades where both sides just feels really good about what they got. Both sides <laughs> feels good. <laughs> it's one thing at 3341 when Bill makes a comparison uh, to a situation where it's like a TV show. It's like a TV show where you bring in that person, that that actress who's just, you know, just a wild card. Not out of the ordinary, not all that exceptional. In fact, it's so unexceptional that a minute later, he does the same thing. It's like a TV show where you like watching the TV show even though they do dumb things. I wrote this down, Chris. What? <laughs> it's First of all, he goes back-to-back TV show comparisons. I definitely know what it's like to watch a TV show or say listen to a podcast where sometimes there's good content, but sometimes you just like to listen to it to mock the people who appear on the pod. <laughs> I mean, the TV show. I guess we do have experience with that. He went back to the TV show, well, <laughs> twice in one minute at 42.07. I have red flags and shit detectors going off. Is it that he has red flags going off or he has red flags and he also has shit detectors and it's just the shit detectors that are going off? How do red flags go off? Well, see, that's the thing. It's it's <laughs> unclear based on the way he phrases it, but it's possible you could have red flags. No, you're giving too much credit, Chris. And you can also have shit detectors and it's just the shit detectors that are going off and also there are no red way. flags. No way that's what he meant. Too much credit? Yes. That's a first. At 46.04, one of the best lines of the week. He just beats to his own drum. <laughs> speaking of Kyrie Irving. He could march to his own drum beat. I don't know how he would beat to his own drum. So it's like he has the drum. Yes. And he beats to it. But that would just be drumming. <laughs> yes. Isn't it, isn't it you march your to your own drum? Is that it's what like it is? like you march to the beat of your own drum. Ah. Wow. But you don't beat to the drum. I feel like he's ruined it. Like I, I'm never going to be able to get that back. It's not even close. It's like Pischetti. 
All right, at 5639, Bill pitches an idea to Mannix, which Mannix dutifully uses during the boxing match between uh, Kovalev and Canelo Alvarez. When I saw that they were doing this, all I thought was, we are going to hear about this for Uh, a year or more. Is it true that in boxing, you always score rounds 10-9, and sometimes 10-9 is a close round, and sometimes like it's an ass-whipping at 10-9? I don't know. What is so primitive about an asterisk? Even if you did the asterisk, that would be the more primitive way to do it. (laughs) Well, you know how in prehistoric days, uh, they only used asterisks. Asterisks. What did I say? Asterisks. Oh, sorry. Asterisks. (laughs) At 57-29, more than one swallow. Canelo is a minus 450 favorite for this, which, and Kovalev's plus 325. I got to say. Ooh, smacking. At 102.34, if you're being paid for the uh, presentation of an ad, try not to botch it or maybe just re-record. By Michael Strahan, athletic expired. (laughs) Expired. (laughs) (laughs) These clothes from the Michael Strahan collection are now dead. You may no longer wear them. They prevent you from keeping your dishes warm on the buffet line at 103. No shafe seams. (laughs) No shafe? Like it's a chafing dish? Is that even a thing? It might be a chafing dish. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm again, the English is failing me. He's gotten into my brain. I think he means chafe. Yeah, he does. At 105.06, Bill lies to the Instagram guy. think we're doing a good job as parents. No f***ing nope. way. Absolutely <laughs> not. There's no f***ing chance. And if they're doing a good job on Instagram, it's because they're doing a terrible job on things like Netflix, access to Amazon, <laughs> and randomly wandering around in public <laughs> with your f***ing skivvies on. At 120.51, <laughs> all that time with his gentleman friends at Holy Cross <laughs> pays off because Bill brags about this ability he has with the human anatomy. And it's like, hey, that's a dick that's coming off. And you can know how to recognize a dick, probably different sizes. Yeah. It turns out it's easier to recognize (laughs) a dick. Probably Probably different sizes. Why would you want to recognize different sizes? (laughs) If if your job is to be a censor on social media, are you thinking to yourself, eh, that's a pretty small pecker. I'll let that one slide. Oh, my God. That's a massive gargantuan dong. Censor. Censor right away. And does that go for all the other private areas? Like, eh. Ah, I'm afraid to give an example, Matt. We'll just leave it to penises. Bill, Dr. Zoidberg Simmons at 123.02. If we have uh, robots and stuff doing this over. Robots. Dr. Zoidberg? What would the robot do? Thank you, doctor. Robots. (laughs) Now, this is a thing that's become uh, increasingly irritating to me, which means everyone else will find it. Everyone else. (laughs) Our many, many, our legions of fans uh, will find it uh, of no moment. Uh, 125.38, breathing and throat clearing into a live microphone. It's usually just to, like, polarize. It's usually just to anger, you know... Just don't clear your throat into the mic, man. It's just right there. It's like the only weird thing about the conversation is the fact that there is a microphone in front of your face. So just turn your head or maybe cover the mic or maybe use like the cough button or maybe your producer can use the cough button. Just edit it out for Christ's sake. Wow. Matt, at 127, there are several things you can do that are bad on the internet and in real life. But the internet things are way, way worse. The worst thing you can do in a car is like drive into, I don't know, 40 people. On the internet, you can drive into millions of people. (laughs) All right, we got to go through this whole thing, Chris. First of all, I appreciate what they're getting at here. Because Instagram's point is we value free speech. 
And yeah, people are going to be mean. And, and but we're not going to take off everything that's going to be mean. So Bill begins this... Uh, or the medium-sized dongs. <laughs> right. So Bill begins their foray into what's bad on the internet and what's not by saying, you could never do this and it would go badly. Uh, I know we can't. I know there's no way to do this. and I know it would go badly, but I just wish... He prefaces his suggestion <laughs> by saying it is totally impossible and would be bad. So then he says, uh, but he wishes that being online was regulated like driving a car. Maybe he's All right, Mao Zedong. Su- it's such a high from the blue versus yellow boxing <laughs> that he's like, here's another idea. Bill the communist wants to regulate everything happens on the internet like driving a car. I guess that would mean you get a license? Yeah. Okay. In a car. Maybe you buy it from the government, <laughs> like your computer box. In a car, the worst thing you can do is drive into like 40 people. Right. This is an act of terrorism, why. Matt. And this has occurred. <laughs> this has occurred by people who choose as as an act of terror to murder people using a motor vehicle. But which, why is Which that, is true and is terrible. It's terrible. But why is it the worst thing you can yes. do? I could think of worse. Yeah, like, you, for instance, uh, Oklahoma City at the Murrah Building. Yes, when you worse. Kill thousands <laughs> of people? But on the internet, Chris... You can drive into millions. Yes, but only metaphorically. Yeah, the, the, the worst you can do is expose millions of people to ideas that we don't like. This is unbelievable. He has laid his ass bare for the world to see. At 128.15, luckily, they can do this to what you do. We're able to track what you do. It's actually track. <laughs> Tracked is a different word that means something different. It can be the past tense of track. T-R-A-C-K-E-D, or tracked like a screed, T-R-A-C-T, which is not a verb. Yeah. Also, more communism. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. It gets much more elite <laughs> at one hour and 30 minutes when Bill suggests that maybe the poors should just not get online. There are people who might not have a driver's license or might not have access to those types of verification materials, and then you're making it harder for them to come online. That's but maybe not- that's not a bad thing. Yeah, why not Why not just restrict it? Hey, if you can't afford it, fuck you. You're out. Beyond access to low-income people, which is terrible, are we having an actual discussion <laughs> about whether we should require you to have a license to access the internet? Well, no, what I think he means... Fuck? I think he means only people who have driver's licenses. <laughs> because... If, they, if they're able to uh, master control of the 40-person oh, killing cars, they right. definitely can expose millions to the devastation <laughs> wrought right, of the internet. I'm sorry. It wasn't about access. It was about mass surveillance. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> at 136.21, more on this point, at least one person here is accused of being self-aware. He's much more self-aware than people think. Yeah. Oddly, that is no one in the room or the conversation. That is Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook Android man. <laughs> At one thirty nine forty six, if you're trying to sell something, try to use the right words. If you're a fan of sports, great investigative journalism, or both. <laughs> At one forty one oh four, old man Bill comes out of the shed <laughs> to wave his fist at a cloud because people done changed something that he was used to. I always get nervous when people want to change things that I'm happy with. Of course you do. You're old and rich. <laughs> At one forty two forty one, cough away from the mic then made it their product more retentive than musically dude it's right there like this is your job like if if adam Masseroy or whatever his name is was coughing into the mic fine he's instagram millionaire you are a podcast professional you almost have to try or just don't give a shit i mean that's the problem yeah 
143.08, Bill confirms this about capitalism. I think competition's good. Oh, do you? (laughs) (laughs) As a man who likes sports where there is typically a winner and loser, seems like it makes sense. At 150.40, Bill interrupts his guest. Obviously, one of the most poignant examples. And you get to they, see- on Facebook, they have bigger. Never mind. I don't want to hear your poignant example. <laughs> At 153.41, just to show we are equal opportunity assholes, this Adam guy from Instagram tries to make a point, gets stuck in the weeds, refuses to throw <laughs> it into reverse, barrels forward. Your hair would like stand up on your on your edge of your, like, you, you just go nuts. I, I remember seeing some. <laughs> I like how he does at least finally swerve. He's like, your hair would stand up on the edge of your... Ah, fuck it. You would go nuts. Bill would have figured out a way to make hair and edge of your somehow complete the sense. (laughs) At 156.38, Bill has some pointed questions for Instagram man. Can you run the data to see if out of all 50-year and older white guys, if I'm in the top 10 with 304,000 Instagram followers. At 159.47, did this Adam guy steal my bit? I just feel bad for calling you Cousin Kyle instead of Nephew Kyle. When yeah, I, that's, I liked it though. You got Cousins out, Nephew Kyle. And at 201.01, Bill is still, five minutes later, thinking about his personal <laughs> devastation that Ted Danson has more Instagram <laughs> followers than he does. I can't believe Ted Danson has 150,000 more Instagram followers. Always about Bill. Bots, Bill. Maybe That's how you pass it. Robots. <laughs> we'll be right back. I remind you, I'm an expert on humans, not robots. And the third and final pot of the week was with Joe House and Mallory Rubin. It was one hour, 41 minutes, and 47 seconds. Pearl Jam 127. This is a pretty quick one. Yeah. At 2.05... Bill promoting the new Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast, which is weird that he calls it the Book of Basketball when there's no book involved. He uses this weird phrase. It was the project I had alluded to in a couple times on my podcast. It was the project I had alluded to in a couple times. (laughs) Bill at 341 wants you to know he definitely sort of has a plan. Probably going to do 30 over the next 15 weeks. I'm not positive of the exact schedule yet, but uh, there's a real plan in place. Probably there's a real plan in place. Not sure. When I was driving in the car and I heard him say that they were going to do 30 of these in the next 15 weeks, my head hit the steering wheel and caused the horn to go off (laughs) because I had to think about all the fucking content we're going to have to listen to. He dropped this week four podcasts on Tuesday, totaling somewhere in the neighborhood of five hours. This is the Bill Simmons Podcast podcast not the Book of Basketball 2.0 podcast. So I don't feel like we have uh, some sort of obligation the same way we wouldn't necessarily listen to Bill Simmons' Rewatchables podcast or his appearance on some other episodes. Oh, we have no obligation. And listener, you should not expect it. <laughs> I've already started listening. Did you listen to any of it? Well, I did start to listen you to did. The, I did start to listen to the 17 minute clip that Bill has passed off as the Wednesday <laughs> podcast of this week. Say what you will about Bill Simmons, uh, and we do. This guy is a content machine. I mean, this guy churns out stuff to listen to. Even when we bitch, when he does like four a week, that's still like four podcasts a week that he's putting out that Kyle appears to pretend to edit. I'm going to listen. I'll listen. Of course we listen. We love him. Of course. At 431, Bill says that the Bill Simmons podcast is designed to react to things in the moment, sort of immediately, whereas the Book of Basketball 2.0 will be more of the long view. A lot of the stuff we do is reacting to things in the moment. Which is great, except for he has gone to great lengths in the past recently to say that he does not want to react to things immediately, such as the Antonio Brown situation or the Daryl Morey versus China situation. 
So the Bill Simmons podcast is actually to respond to the things when Bill feels like responding to yes. things, not necessarily well, right away. When they don't have the potential to be harmful to Bill. Yes, to make him look bad or make him have to reverse course immediately. At 535, Bill introduces his good friend House, whose favorite baseball team just won the World Series. And Bill does not let him talk about it. In fact, Bill does not let House talk for one minute, eight seconds after introducing him. In the meantime, he says this about the end of the Warriors' legacy. This is the end of the legacy here. That's not the end of the legacy because that's not what legacy means. It's legacy. On, the legacy's ongoing. At 6.07, gravitate. People have already gravitated into the whole... Do you gravitate into something? No, definitely not. At 6.23, this swallow. And he's... At 11.14, this swallow. Once once they figured out... They're... At 15.08, Bill <laughs> intends that we initially believe that he's watching the Wizards-Rockets game and then switches channels to watch the Celtics game and then switches channels to watch the Nats-Astros World Series game. I was flicking back and forth with that in the Nationals. And then gives up all pretense of being a regular Joe and points out, in fact... He's rich as shit. Actually, I was watching all three at the same time. I'm not going to lie. Why would you lie in the first place? <laughs> Why are you pretending you're flicking back and forth? He doesn't want you to know how rich he is, but he really does. At 2420, just so you don't think that we only point out Bill's fuck-ups, House says that he is the right time for this moment. He, he is the right time for this moment in, in the NBA. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, he's probably still bombed. <laughs> we forgive you, House. At 2935, during an ad, this swallow. Bonus. For every point. And then during the same ad, how many R's in wager? $5 money line wager. Wager. <laughs> <laughs> At 39.20, this swallow. Jacksonville, plus one. At 49.28, a weird noise. Screen last night. His at. Sounded like a metal door being shut. Now I'm at 56.50. What does this sound like to you? Sounds like a metal door being shut. At 58.15, a salient pointed question from international man House. Uh, what's the Spanish word for balls? Why am I? I haven't had enough coffee. Cajones. I'm so drunk. Cajones. cajones. Oh, the cajones. Poppy loves cajones. I don't know what we're getting at here, but I got to say I like it. <laughs> at 103.09, Matt, the moment we've all been waiting for, trying to understand what exactly happened at Holy Cross in the 80s or 90s when Bill and House spent awkward but memorable Sunday nights together with many other gentlemen. And pornography. We had Sunday night porn. You remember this? Well, in, in the, the RA, trying to remember it. <laughs> it did get RA, RA kicked off campus. What about? He got fired. What we about 15, Monday through Saturday? Fifteen men in a room. Were you abstaining <laughs> those... Monday through Saturday? No, but there was only one night of the week where everybody would come together into a single place to it to in, enjoy this. When you uh, say everybody in, would in, come in together, no, not, not literally come together. <laughs> It was more male bonding. Uh, yeah. Listen, when you're in it a, was male bonding. When you're in an Irish Catholic campus with 30 degree winds, you got to make the time go by. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like, uh, first of all, I feel like Bill is bragging that yes. their porn viewing got their RA fired. Yeah, well, also, why do you get fired? Unless this was a jerk-off circle. This sounds like maybe parents were complaining about what their kids were exposing this each other to. This is nuts. Also, I like how ultimately the the rationale was, well, it's really cold. Yeah. So, so we, we well had to jerk off together. In a group. House doesn't seem like he gives two shits. He's just like, yeah, hey, that's what guys did back then. Bill, obviously humiliated. Why did they leave this in? Yeah. Like, why wasn't Bill like, we got to take that circle jerk thing out? <laughs> 
at 113.22, I know we make plenty of jokes about the male anatomy, but it sounds like there is actually a ball rolling <laughs> in the background. They could go after not only Cole, but they could go after Strasburg, too. It's like they were playing billiards. It sounded to me like somebody <laughs> just tried to pick up the spare. At 115.53, I think this is the Spanish pronunciation. Brutal. You have to roll your Bs. <laughs> At 116.44, an ad botch. Which lets you sell anything online. At 123.30, I don't think these names are being used right. I didn't think they were going to be able to place Baldwin, but I, I, I would vote the Eagles for Josh. The problem with Josh is that Baldwin? <laughs> and then Josh? <laughs> at 129.29, this Joe Bluth nominee regarding Lynn manuel Miranda. Take, w- point me to something else. Bill is really terrible. <laughs> really. All right, whatever. I'm not watching it. Dismissive towards Mallory and her love for his dark materials. Also, it's on HBO. Who f***ing is like the main funder? The funder from down under. Yeah, bring in the funder. The guy who runs HBO says this show's good and he doesn't lie. Oops. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Just remembered. Uh, your show is great. Yes, we will definitely all watch and possibly make a podcast about it at 136.49. When you throw it to Kyle, he will not be miked. In Did you hear notes. that, Kyle? <laughs> it sounds like he's miked by a two cans connected with a string telephone set. And then at 137.20, the smartest comment we've heard all day. God, how many times have we been here, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, the pet's lost. Yeah. On the way out, Bill wants to remind you to enjoy Halloween. Episode published November 1st. <laughs> it's the Bill Simmons Podcast Podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. The main funder. Voting isn't just going to the polls on Election Day anymore. Options like early voting, mail-in voting, and ballot drop boxes are available to more voters and are growing in popularity. How to vote a tool created by Democracy Works, breaks down the options your state offers for casting a ballot, empowering you to decide when and where to vote. Decide when and where you'll vote this year at howto.vote. Mm. Uh. Hmm. Mm. 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 I mean, mm. they want to Bill has tried to convince you, the reader, now the listener, that he could write a book, but he realized he never would. I realized I probably was never going to write another book. And so he has transformed the medium. Yes. But what I could do is reinvent it as a pod. And is bringing to you this new and awesome thing, as he would call it, I'm sure. Chris, what a bunch of horseshit this is. <laughs> he just didn't want to fucking write a book. Yes, yes. By the way, nobody was asking him to write a book. No. We were simply asking him to update the old book. Yes. <laughs>